Rack your look for spring at Nordstrom Rack and save up to 60% on brands you love. Rag & Bone, Vince, Marc Jacobs, Adidas, Joes, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. Score new dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and sunglasses, plus updates for the family and home. Get your spring on for less, up to 60% less, today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the LPN Show. Recorded both in Los Angeles and New York City. We're just, you know... Here to hang out. Have a good time. All right. I'll talk to y'all after a while. Hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Ben Kissel here. Welcome to the LPN Show. Today, I'm honored to have a, a friend of mine. We've been friends for about 15 years, which is amazing. Time is real, and it continues to go by. You know him, uh, perhaps, for his amazing pun punditry? Anyway, he does a lot of puns. You might recall signs, signs, one of the funniest things uh, that has ever happened to the world. I am joined by uh, the wonderful Jason Signs. Thanks for being here, Jason. Thanks, Ben. Welcome to California, man. Welcome. Yeah, bro. The beard is growing. I got a forest fire on my face. I fit right in. I love it. Uh, yeah, I hope uh, it never goes out, unlike these in California, which are, are ruining the state. Well, we just did a little story on side stories about a man who saved his home via Bud Light. He had 30 Bud Lights, and uh, because of those Bud Lights, it stopped the forest fire from wrecking his house. So you tell really? me water beer can't save a life. It can. It sure can. Thank God. You have to have many cases of Bud Light on hand at all times, I say, Ben. And I know you do, too. <laughs> I agree. Both hands got to be full. Uh, that's the old Midwest suitcase. I think we learned that from Mr. McCarthy during the communist witch hunt when all he had in his briefcase was nothing but vodka and porno mags. So, you know, at least he was focused on the right things. Yes, of course. Good senator. Good man. I always say that. Yeah. Is that what you say about Joseph McCarthy? <laughs> So, Jason, obviously this past, oh, my goodness. So, 2019, what a year it was for you. Um, obviously, we, we can talk about the, the the incident. I'm sure a lot of people know what happened uh, with Mr. Signs. Um, it was, uh, I don't know, maybe you can talk a little bit about what your experience was. Uh, I know that you went through a lot of, of turmoil, and uh, you have persevered over everything. And um, I don't know, just watching from afar, I, I've just been so impressed with your bravery and your strength oh. and uh the amount of the the way that you have uh maintained an incredible sense of humor uh throughout all of this can you just sort of tell the audience who might be going through something right now in their own personal life yeah um you know a little bit about your story and uh and how we're here today ben thanks man um i have gone through a lot uh for sure in fact in 2019 i went through a skylight <laughs> So that's not supposed to happen, right? No, it's not. No, it's not. Uh, it's not supposed to happen at all. Uh, I was on a date with my now wife. 
Woo! The lo- honestly, this is such a love story. His beautiful wife, Erin. Yes. Again, not to be creepy, watching from afar. <laughs> uh, it's very easy to be a peeping Tom now. You just go to Instagram. Much easier. You do. Uh, I show you it all, baby. Uh, but... Uh, yeah, we were on a date. It was like our third date, and we both fell through the skylight uh, on my roof. Thankfully, uh, she wasn't injured very badly, but I fucked up my back pretty badly, and I'm paralyzed from the waist down. You're paralyzed from the waist down. Um, yeah. She wasn't injured because she landed on you. No, I actually, I, I thought that, but I blacked out during the fall, so I don't remember exactly how we fell. Um, she fell next to me. Oh, so thankfully she was, you know, didn't fall on top of me. I could have been, you know, worse injured, but yeah. Hey, she did it. And she's thin, you know, <laughs> uh, so she's in the other room and she heard me say that, but, um, but she fell next to me. She just cracked her head a little bit. She was in the hospital for a couple of days, but um, you know, thankfully she didn't get really injured like I did. Yeah. Cause I know you, you were in the hospital a lot more than a couple of days. Uh, yeah. There was a lot of moments where, uh, the collective friend group, the comedy scene in both L.A. and uh, and New York and around the world uh, were, mm-hmm. were, you know, waiting on bated breath every every day to hear updates. Um, yeah. Can you talk a little bit about what that process was like when you uh, when you wake up and you uh, you realize that uh, life is going going to be forever changed? It's going to be forever changed. Yeah. Well, uh, I, th- I think I was kind of lucky or blessed, you know, depending on how you look at it, that um the first month or so, I don't remember much. Um, unfortunately, I got uh, spinal meningitis. Okay. Which is deadly. Oh, which my is goodness. Very, which is very dangerous. So, so that, I, And that happened in the hospital? In the hospital, yeah. So this was just like you got hit. You got hit in the face. You got knocked out. You, got, you, you flew through a skylight. You break your back. And then in the hospital, you get like, just in case he was beginning to feel okay, let's give him something that sounds like it can be treated by Vagisil. Yes. No, I wish it was that easy, but no, they had to give me a, a bunch of antibiotics. They had to release the pressure on my brain with a couple screws, which thankfully oh. I don't remember that. Yeah. And I was just out of it, man. I didn't recognize my friends. I didn't recognize my parents. I thought my mom was my aunt. I was like totally out of it. And I don't remember much of that. And luckily, cause that's when I was the worst. Was yeah. That first. Yeah. And then I it came to, you know, my friends started to, you know, came and visited me. My friends, uh, uh, Nick Turner, Adam Newman, great friends. They yes. came and visited me pretty early. Uh, my girl, Aaron came to visit me. Um, you know, and then I started just doing rehab slowly doing months of rehab, learning how to transfer out of the bed into my chair, learning how to take a shower, learning how to, you know, to, uh, get stronger and develop my muscles so that I could do all this stuff. So it was months and months of rehab until I finally got out. What are some of those, like, how do you even start doing all of that? First of all, I have to say this, when a God closes a window, he opens a door or something like that. You're, what I'm trying to say is you're jacked. Your arms are stronger <laughs> than ever. You have yeah. like, I can see your shoulders. You look like Michael Phelps. You, you are like this huge, like I, I'm not messing with you in an arm wrestling competition. I'm not, I will take you uh, to be on my side in a bar fight. But what was that process like when it first started when you were like, okay, well, time to completely like reform yeah. my body? I hated it. I hated it. And I like my, my, my physical therapists were very nice, but I just didn't like them. I just didn't like having to go yeah. work out for two hours a day and, and get strengthened and, and learn how to like transfer from my chair to my bed, to another chair, to the car, 
you know, there's a lot of stuff I had to relearn. And at first I was just, I was just angry yeah, and angry at it, you know, and it took me several months to finally just come to grips with like, okay, this is my life now. And then right. thankfully I have a, a, a great wife who's, you know, becoming a physical trainer who can help me with exercises. So she's really helping me get strong yeah. and it's been really helping just, you know, my day to day rolling around the freaking city. That's a, honestly, again, if anyone's going through anything out there, you know, I know that a lot of people are uh, uh, Jason Sign's story of just, you know, perseverance is, is unbelievable. And so you Thank living you, by example is so much more powerful than any of the bits that we can come up with as comedians <laughs> or any of the stories we can tell uh, yeah. as podcasters. You living by example is so. Rack your look for spring at Nordstrom Rack and save up to 60 percent on brands you love. Rag & Bone, Vince, Marc Jacobs, Adidas, Joe's, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. Score new dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and sunglasses, plus updates for the family and home. Get your spring on for less, up to 60% less, today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Important. Let's talk about... And I, I mean, we don't need to let's not we don't have enough time to really get into the nitty gritty on the therapy. And let's be honest, nobody cares, Jason. Nobody cares how hard it was. <laughs> I'm totally joking. Well, so I'm paying a therapist so she'll listen an hour a week. Yeah, exactly. No one cares about me. Um, but I do want to talk a little bit about that love story that we've mentioned. Mm-hmm. Your third mm-hmm. date with, uh, I believe, Miss McGowan, right? Yes. Uh, Aaron McGowan. Now Miss Signs. Now Miss now Miss Mrs. Signs. Um, yeah. That was your third date. Uh, a lot mm-hmm. of people would say, well, that's the that's a strange end to a relationship. Right. Um, but Aaron was by your side this entire time. And she was. Uh, can you can you talk a little bit about how important that was to you and uh, and just how that saved perhaps saved your life? I think it did. I mean, I think Aaron is probably the most caring and compassionate person I've ever met. And I th- and I know that when we both fell through that skylight, she had some guilt over that night. You know, it totally wasn't her fault. It was no. obviously, you know, my roof and my choice to go up there. Also, I uh, think it's a little bit on the skylight. You're, you're, it's not Wayne's <laughs> World. This isn't a fun comedy from the 90s. It's That's kind true. of supposed to be able to not have someone fall through it. Well, there is some legal action that I can't get into that I'm doing right now. Good. Uh, about the skylight. But um, I, I think Aaron just, she just felt so horrible about the situation. And she's such a caring person that she like kept coming by. And during that month when I had spinal meningitis, my parents and my aunt who was with me, she lives here in Los Angeles, Claudia. We're like, you don't want to see him right now. He doesn't recognize people. He's not doing too good. And she kept coming back until, you know, I was well enough for her to come see me. And yeah. she's just such a sweetheart. She makes me laugh. She's funny. Um, and just to have this beautiful woman come and see me, uh, it just really felt good. It made me feel really good and, and give yeah. me something to like live for. So when I finally got out of rehab, um, you know, I was, I, I, we were only, we dated for a little while longer than I asked her to marry me. Cause I'm like, who else right. knows me better 
and cares for me more than this girl for sure. And seeing you in, in a situation that not a lot of people want to be seen in because it's hard as hell. It's uh, hard you, as hell. You know, going it's through what you're I'm just so happy that you are a celebrity who can say, <laughs> Yes, I met my wife while in rehab and it has nothing to do with drugs or alcohol. Isn't that Thank amazing? You. You're like one of the only people in, in uh in entertainment that has gone to rehab, but for reasons beyond their control. Exactly. Exactly. And I feel, you know, pretty I I still like to smoke the ganj because I think that's a good medicinal, you know, uh thing for me. But um yeah, man, like it's I went in there for for a spinal cord injury and, um, you know, she came and saw me and, and thank God I wasn't trying to kick something. Yeah, I'd be happy to kick anything right now. Ben. <laughs> well, how is that? I mean, I, we don't got to focus on that. I would assume you're not really. Uh, I mean, that's just got to be freaking completely and utterly insane. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, be honest. And I, I know that you and Henry and Marcus, you guys and the whole last podcast network are straight up and you guys tell it like it is. It sucks not being able to walk. For sure. Yeah. It sucks not being able to get up and run. It sucks not being able to play basketball with my friends on Saturday. You were always very active. I feel like I could transition into immobility a bit, a bit better than you. <laughs> you used to always do. Yeah. You used to always play basketball. You and Adam, yeah. not so much Nick Turner, love Nick Turner, but I don't no. recall him playing too much basketball, but not much of the athlete, but a good friend. <laughs> yeah. So not walking and it, it it sucks. Being in a chair sucks. But Ben, I'll tell you what the, the worst thing is, is that I can't take a piss by myself anymore. Right. Because everything below my waist, I can't feel. So basically, I have to use a catheter to take a piss. Right. And I miss the good, long, nice pisses, you know, that really <laughs> just like are relaxing and refreshing. You know, I don't get that feeling anymore. It's just so the little things. It's the little things. It's the fact that, you know, my, my dick don't work like it used to, you know, and right. that, for a man that, you know, that's, that's something hard to get over. And I'm still working on that. Absolutely. And uh, I'm not going to make a sexual joke about your beautiful wife, but I'm sure Aaron is helping. <laughs> all right. Um, yes. But you know, what's going on now, obviously we got cyborgs going all over the place. We were just, uh, Henry and I were talking about side stories about this guy who got diagnosed with ALS, who is now yeah. straight up uploading his brain and straight up creating like this kick-ass cyborg full of on ectoskeleton whoa this is like you in our lifetime bro you yeah. are not only going to be walking you are going to be like one of the coolest people in hollywood <laughs> as you walk around like you know like someone like from the wild wild west movie yeah i i mean i hope so there's great like stem cell research happening right now there's great surgeries that are happening right now i mean they're all sort of like in the in the test phases but uh, there's some great stuff happening with science. And I just, you know, I just want to stay strong enough that if something comes along that might help me, I'll be strong enough to do it. I love it. Science, 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 science. I like that. That might be the new thing. The new show coming out. It has to happen and because you deserve it. So when it comes to what you're doing now, you're back. Obviously, no one is really performing live right now. Nobody um, there's is. this little thing called a pandemic happening. I've heard of it. Oh, my God. I don't want to ever hear it again after 2020. <laughs> um, but you are, too. you are back to just being the incredible comedian that you were before this accident. How was that transition? You talk about being like pissed off, completely understand that. Yeah. And just the difference in uh, the differences now uh, in your everyday life. How are you finding, uh, has your comedy changed or how, how did you get back to making other people laugh as you were going through such unbelievable stress and turmoil in your own life? 
Well, when I first started doing it, I was just doing old jokes, jokes before I got injured. And it didn't feel like me anymore. It felt like somebody else. These are jokes of somebody who's not me anymore. Right. So I, so it took me a couple months um, to start writing new jokes about being in a wheelchair. You know, like um, I, I found out that you can go skydiving, you know, in a wheelchair. I found out that you wow. can go, um, you know, on a cruise in a wheelchair. The only thing I don't want to do in a wheelchair is go on a safari because I don't want the lions <laughs> to think I'm a meals on wheels. <laughs> so that's one of the jokes. Why? I started well, okay. You're in a, did you go skydiving? No. Okay. Cause I can't, but I just looked it up cause I want to still, I've always wanted to. What is, I'm, we have a uh, Travis who I co-host Abling and top hat with, and who's a producer here at LPN. He does all the skydiving stuff. What is, really? what is, how, how is this a thing? Why would anybody look at a plane and think they want to jump out of it? Not to be like, uh, like whatever, some khaki ass comedian premise, but why would anybody want to do that? The rush. But haven't you fallen enough, Jason? Isn't this like, aren't you done with the rush? Aren't you done with rushes in life? Can't you just relax now? I mean, it's a great point, Ben. It's a great point. I mean, but do you need any more life rushes? Can't you just. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I mean. I mean, I can't argue with that, man. I can't. As long as I go forward throughout the plane and not backwards like I did through the skylight, I think it'd be better. But, you know, when I'm up there, who knows what, you know, psychological thing might pop up where I'm like, fuck, I can't do this, you know? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I couldn't freaking do it. And uh, no one's pushing me off that damn thing either. I'm not. It's just not freaking happening whatsoever. Yeah, bad. Well, you know, we want you on the earth, buddy. We want you on the ground level. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. You're not a high flyer. We know that about you. <laughs> You're not. <laughs> I am very, I need to stay very, very low to the ground at all freaking <laughs> times. Yeah. So when it comes to doing a live performance and stand up and stuff, you are yeah. still doing it. You're going out there. Have you noticed? Because a lot sure of there's like, I need to make sure there's a ramp to the stage. I just need to make well, sure I can. Get that's what stage. I was. That's what I was thinking. Because obviously, again, going back to you know social media and stuff, uh, you do point out oftentimes when you're like, oh, by the way, um, I probably wouldn't have noticed this before, but it's impossible for me to enter this place. Like, what? Yeah. What kind of what? Uh, I guess adjustments would you like to see made uh, that can easily be made uh, that would actually just really help people who have lost, who have lost, uh, you know, the ability to, uh, to use their lower torso. I think, well, one, one or two steps might as well be a flight of stairs for someone in a wheelchair, you know? Right. So if I think if like theaters and clubs either just had like a portable ramp that, you know, cause the, um, the satellite RIP, the satellite's now closed, but they had a portable ramp that helped me get on the stage. Right. Um, UCB, they, they made a ramp, but now they're closed. So, you know, good luck to them. But uh, if you just have a portable ramp, just something f that you don't need to have permanent, just yeah. a portable thing you can set up. You could, that would go such a long way, such a long way. How have you felt when it comes to getting on the stage? I mean, obviously, I know, like, as a comedian, you want the jokes to be on the forefront of everyone's mind. You want right. the jokes to be what they remember. Did you notice, like, a, a, what was the reaction when you first got to the stage? Um, did you feel like the audience was like, I don't mm -hmm. know. Were they like, oh, like, oh, or like, I, what was that experience like? Because it must have been different than, you know, before. Yeah. I think it's just like anytime you're on stage, you have to be comfortable. Right. And, and if you're comfortable, the people are comfortable. 
And so after a while of me just telling re- regular jokes and not commenting on the fact that I'm in a wheelchair, I realized I got to say something up top, you know, right. I got to say something stupid like, hey, I know we're doing stand up comedy, but my set's going to be sit down comedy. Right. You know, just like something that shows people that I'm OK talking about it. I'm cool with it. Yeah. I'm going to tell some jokes about it. But I had to, I had to set the pace for that. And it, it took me a couple months to realize I had to do. Price drop. Time to shop. Get to a Nordstrom Rack store today for first dibs on new markdowns. Now score even more, up to 70% off brands everyone loves at Nordstrom Rack. Denim, dresses, sneakers, tops, and more. Plus, get genius deals on jackets, sweaters, and boots for the whole family. Shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and save up to 70% with new markdowns. But hurry, deals this great won't last. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. That. Does that you know? I was talking with our friend Daniela Panetta, who is uh, Faye yes. Valentine in um, in Cowboy Bebop coming up, and I was talking about why I love podcasts because obviously I'm a big boy, you know, six foot seven, some weight on me right now. I'm looking to lose it um, at some point. I will, you know, things go up and down. Um, but the nice thing about radio or podcasts is you don't have the physical form. People don't judge you up top physically. It's not a commercial right. audition. Uh, have you found that? Um, in this new kind of era that we're living in where you can do uh, comedy in so many different ways. Have you found yeah. yourself expressing comedy in a different way? I know you've always been a great writer. Um, mm-hmm. You've always, uh, you know, been so uh, very, you know, great on like Twitter and stuff like that. Have you found right. any different avenues in comedy that you're like, this is what I want to explore now more uh, just because this is, this is my reality. And I think this is also yeah. extremely rewarding. It's that's a great question. And, uh, I'm now in the process of writing a, a TV pilot based on my story. Based if on you don't sell story. this story, this love, yeah. which is, it is a love story. A love story. Yeah. This need, you need, you're going to be, I mean, I would still never want this upon anybody. And I don't, I mean, I'm sure that if you could go back and turn back time and nothing is worth it. Um, right. But you have, this love story makes me cry. It's the cutest thing. As I saw Aaron was sticking with you, as yeah. all of this stuff was happening, I was like, oh, my God, all it takes <laughs> to find love is just you're you almost have to die. And then, boom, next thing you know, I mean, it helps. Right. You know, like <laughs> I, I think, you know, strategy and hardships really get people closer together. Yeah. You know, we could see it happening in America right now with all the craziness that's happening, in the protests and the killings yeah. and stuff by police. People are coming together in different ways. And I think, you know, the struggle helps. And once I knew that Aaron was not going to leave and that she was going to stand by me and she was going to help me, I knew that, you know, she was going to be the one for sure. I love it. It's such a sweet, lovely story. So you're working on a screenplay about, is it, is it, is it literally, is it copy and paste about like your and Aaron's love or is it uh, more abstract? Uh, no, I think it's it's not copy and paste. I think to, for write a script, you kind of have to you know fudge some things and make things work. Right. But it is based on uh, me getting injured and her staying with me and us trying to make things work. Yeah. Um, and you know, after I'm in a wheelchair. 
How is so, that? Ex- and, there's like, and there's stories, I'm sorry, but there's stories no, no, like I've already experienced, like people on the street saying things to me and just finding a restaurant that I can't get into and just all these different stories I already Wait, have now. Are you getting are you getting heckled? People are, what, what do you mean? What do people <laughs> say to you on the street? This homeless guy, I like accidentally bumped into him and he goes, hey, watch where you're going, you paraplegic bitch. Jesus homeless guy going in deep I know. Your home, what is you want me to go in on you mr man yeah, exactly exactly i was like first of all you're being an asshole but second of all how do you know the word paraplegic <laughs> like you could just said wheelchair bitch or you know crippled motherfucker <laughs> no you knew the word paraplegic <laughs> you should be he seems just educated enough to at least have a small apartment I know, right? Yeah, you can do it, pal. Like, what else does he know about being uh, in a wheelchair? Like, hey, I hope your your apartment's ADA accessible. Like, what else does he fucking know? Like, Are you Bill Clinton? What is going on here? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, that was just a weird experience. So there's just weird things that happen, man, that I'm putting into the script that are real. That's- uh, you, and it has to be real. You know, someone who wasn't in a wheelchair can't write this script. Yeah, absolutely. That's, I mean, you are completely turning this into something that's miraculous and just like your story which is truly miraculous how have you uh enjoyed i guess getting to know the community because i see you you are doing a lot of exercise and stuff it seems like um you have you you have you you have met people in a similar situation uh who who, who are wheelchair bound how has that experience been because that's kind of a a, i guess a subculture for lack of a better term that that not a lot of people know about yeah yeah, I mean, and you know, like there's, uh, you know, 50 million disabled people in America. Oh, damn. And so it's a big, you know, uh, amount of people. I don't know if that's the right number. Don't look it up and email Ben. But there's a, a huge, I mean, it's only been 30 years since the American Disabilities Act was signed by George H. Bush. Wow. And so I, I mean, a couple support groups. One is called Triumph, um, where it's, it's, founded by a guy who's in a wheelchair they do outings like we go kayaking we go play uh you know wheelchair basketball yeah a lot of these things aren't happening now because of the pandemic right they're a great organization to get uh you know wheelchair users together having fun doing you know activities i've seen some wheelchair basketball man you all go straight you guys you guys go straight for the freaking it's hard of the opponent it's insane it's crazy it's crazy R- running into each other the, the chairs are slamming these guys are these guys are crazy is it a superpower in that situation not to feel the legs can you just go crazy can you just like start, can you just run into people constantly on the street and be like don't matter to me don't feel it don't feel it but thankfully you know you have a wheelchair where you know they protect the legs thankfully um, can you put spikes I- on the wheelchair can you weaponize this thing legally you could. If you see the uh, rugby or the murder ball chairs, yeah. they look like Mad Max. <laughs> yeah. It looks like freaking Mad Max. <laughs> they are. But, I mean, I feel like you have a Second Amendment, right? And, you know, I f- can you do? Can you mount two guns? Because I think maybe it's kind of fun if you yeah. just mount two guns, even paintball guns. Hell, you know I, what? You, they could even be squirt, squirt. Make them squirt guns. I don't even care. But I, just, I saw a wheelchair with Nerf guns on it. Actually, someone had modified their wheelchair with two Nerf guns. Yeah. See now, this is why we're friends because I come up with the, I come up with the ideas that are going to get you into prison. But also, you're going to have a fun right. day when you go around. That's true. And everyone's like that. Day. That man has a weaponized wheelchair, which is you know, it's pretty cool. Yeah. So I have Triumph, and I also have the Perfect Step, which is a gym that I go to that works with paralyzed people. So they help move my legs. They help get me strong. They put me like in a robot that you know that I walk in, which is pretty cool. 
That's so awesome. and I learn and I see people and I meet friends there that are paralyzed. So it's, I've, you know, I didn't know anybody who was paralyzed before this. Right. I really didn't know anybody in a wheelchair. Uh, um, you know, I did, but not because of uh, paralysis. Right. But, um, you know, it's those two organizations that helped me learn more about being paralyzed and what I can do to help. Did you feel guilty uh, thinking back to when you were, I guess, uh, you know, uh, able-bodied? I don't even know. Yeah, whatever. Um, able-bodied, yeah. Yeah, sure. did you feel like, oh, shit, I should have been more sympathetic to this cause before this happened to me? Did you ever feel anything like that? Maybe a little bit. You know, like, but I don't I don't beat myself up about it because I just wasn't exposed to it. Right, know? right. And I'm not, you know, and I've I, I gotten to expose to so many organizations now during this election and during the Black Lives Matter movement that I didn't know about before, but I'm not going to kick myself in the ass for not knowing about them. I'm going to donate now and do what I can. So right. Yeah. I think I was given an opportunity to, to learn more about paralysis by being in a wheelchair and it's, it was a hard way to do it, but I'm glad that I'm now learning about it because a lot of these people are, are funny and, and they're, they're successful and they, yeah. they work, you know, it's all the stuff that I didn't necessarily know that could still happen right. as a, somebody in a wheelchair. So yeah. these organizations really help like triumph in the perfect step. So they show me that life can go on. Absolutely, man. That's, and again, for anyone listening, going through these uh, things, life can go on. And, and again, you are a living uh, inspiration. Uh, for people who are suffering right now. Uh, so you, obviously we've we got the screenplay. You're working on that, which is, I was talking with Henry before and I'm like, this guy, like you got, he better, I know, we knew you were working on something. Um, what else do you want to see? I, we only have a little bit of time here. Again, we're talking okay. with Jason Signs. I wish I could have you more, um, but we can always, you can always come back. So it's all good. I'd love to. Um, so you got the, you're working on the writing. Um, 2021 is going to happen. People are going to get mm -hmm. back on the road. It yeah. will. Things are going to get back to normal. Uh, what do you want to? What do you want to accomplish here in uh, in comedy over the next, let's just say, thirteen months exactly? Mm. I want at least uh, whether it's through the script that I sell, or it's through my stand up, or it's through storytelling. I want to represent people, you know, in wheelchairs. Yeah, I want. There's no one really in comedy other than my friend Danielle out here who's in a wheelchair who's doing it. But as a you know, man with paralysis, I want that story to come out. There's no, there's hardly any movies, if not any, that have a lead character who's you know in a wheelchair. I can only think of the mean Lebowski from The Big Lebowski, and he wasn't a good representative at all. Right, he was very exactly. Evil. Right. And then and like in like uh, Stay by the Bell, there's a girl in a wheelchair, but only so Zach Morris can you know, feel better about himself and, and say something to the, to the class about, we got to treat these people properly, even though he's, you know, like it's, treating her improperly. It's not good that they did the air quotes over the word people. I mean, come on, exactly. Zach, be a little you bit. You have more. to do that. Zach Morris is trash, but you know, I want to just, I just are you canceling the fictional character, Zach Morris? Well, I'm, I'm actually 30 uh, years after the show debuted. You know, cancel that show. And if, you know, if they go to Hawaii, whatever, but just cancel the show. No, um, but I just want to be a voice of this. I want my comedy and to be a voice for people that don't have a voice in comedy. 
Yeah. And um, that's what I hope, you know, and if it doesn't happen, then I'm going to keep working on it. But, you know, well, it's going to happen. That's my voice now. That's who I am. And I want to, to, to show it. Yeah. Well, it's definitely going to happen because you're going to do it. And uh, that's I always find to be a key component to making things happen. Is somebody <laughs> doing, doing it? it. <laughs> 100% Ben. I love it man. Well Jason, thank you so much for coming on this episode and, and telling Thank you. I love the last podcast network. Love it all, buddy. Thank you, bud. Thanks for uh, telling your story and uh, we'll we'll have you back and we can even talk more. We really do want to get like a round table a gentleman style show going at some point oh, again. I missed it. Um, That's how I got sign signs was uh, I put some signs up to make fun of uh, Holden and uh, Ed Larson give me the name. What? That was a round Are table you kidding moment. me? Yeah. And, no, I'm not kidding. No kidding. That that, stand, that entire you did that for like three years. Sign signs. I know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and and, and, and Ed Larson table, came up with it. It was a big part of it. Absolutely. Wow, that's amazing. I'll have to. He, he should put that as one of his credits. <laughs> I think so too. <laughs> you done anything else? Jason signs. Uh, let's see. Where can people find you on social media if you want to plug it? But I think it's good because uh, your Instagram is truly a, a, a wonderful source of of encouragement. Where Thank where, you. where uh, is it? What what can be, how how do people find you? Check me out on Sign Signs. Uh, I'm going to get back into it. It's been dead for you know a couple years. Reasons obvious, but. It's S-A-E-N-Z, as in zebra, signs on Instagram. And then check me out, Jason C. Signs on Instagram. Um, I'm also on this season of Corporate. So watch Oh, hell yeah. The last season of that. uh, My first wheelchair role. And um, I also have a GoFundMe. I've had it since uh, my injury. And a big part of the reason why I'm doing so well is that my friends have donated. I'm going to close that GoFundMe in the next month or so and do a big video for that. So if anyone awesome. wants to donate uh, a couple more dollars, go to uh, signs spines. The Z. <laughs> I, I kind of hate you, but that's okay. <laughs> well, uh, Nick and Adam <laughs> created it, so you can blame them. Check out signs spines on GoFundMe. It'll be open for another month and then I'll close it. But uh, I appreciate all my friends who have helped me. God, the friends, I don't know where I'd be without them. I don't know what would be without the less podcast network. And shows like this and the brighter side who had me on do an interview pretty early. And I just love you guys. And I love my friends. So thanks for having me on. We love you, buddy. Can't wait to see you. And we have to get together at some point in like as soon as we freaking can. I cannot wait. Um, (laughs) I can't wait either. And welcome to L.A., man. It's a great city. Thank you, baby. All right, everyone. Well, thank you so much for listening to this conversation with Mr. Jason Sides. Hope you enjoyed this week's LPN show. Hang in there and never forget. Hail yourselves. We'll talk to you soon. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors, you can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Hop, hop, hooray! Nordstrom Rack's got sweet deals on everything Easter, which is Sunday, March 31st. Get to Nordstrom Rack now and save on Kate Spade, New York, Two-Faced, Steve Madden, Calvin Klein, and more from just $30. Score great brands and great prices on Easter looks for everyone, plus spring decor, gifts, and all kinds of deliciousness. Rack up the deals today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. 
Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.